chapter 49, the end of Let's Go on an Adventure. The sentences ghost-written in his yellow legal pad were gone by the next day, wiped clean. A few lines were pure emptiness, spacing out the words Walter himself had written upon the pages. Had he dreamt of this stint with the ghostwriting? But no, he was too far into this now. He had stumbled over the dead body of a man, had been visited by the phantom Brigida, and had confirmed various facts and feelings by three separate mediums. Just last night, in the early morning hours before rising to meet the day, he had experienced a troubling dream where he was visiting an old and withered hurdy-gurdy man. The man lived in a small bungalow in a sooty part of New England. Walter had offered him a small velvet bag of candied blueberries, and the hurdy-gurdy man had accepted them but could not fully control his coughing. With the hacking attack growing louder and more pronounced, Walter offered him a glass of water, and the man knocked it away from him, sending the glass crashing to pieces on the floor. Bent over, wheezing and gasping, the man slowly died. Walter stood over him and watched him die. He grabbed the velvet bag, still full, and took it with him out the door. As Walter lunged out of the grim dream, he found himself repeating, The blueberries, the blueberries. He was racking his brain, trying to remember if the hurdy-gurdy man had been coughing because of ingested candied blueberries, or had he been coughing violently even as he opened the door to his home. As Walter was hunched over his folio a few afternoons after the salmon dinner with his cousin Ira, he was finishing up the general story content of his beach house adventure. His final line was, No rest for timid Tom. He stood up and backed away from the yellow legal pad. He had not intended to write this. The words had followed him from his pen without his thinking. The sentence, once again, made no sense. He had meant to write, There were more adventures to discover. He had not realized he wrote differently until he witnessed the words on the page. Walter sat back down and lowered his pen to scribble out the last mistaken sentence. Before his pen could touch the page, it burst into a streak of flame. Cursing, he opened the room's only window and threw it outside into the bushes. The pen continued to burn, but the dry bushes did not catch fire. Walter raced downstairs, walked outside to the back, and gazed down at the flaming pen hidden in the bushes along the side of the house. The bushes remained cool and dry and unaffected. He sat down on the lawn and watched the pen burning for hours until dinner. His own Moses and the burning bush moment. And miraculously, his children's story felt less and less special amid these bizarre occurrences.